Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host pre Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. morning and welcome to Embrace Today. I am your host, Epri Curry, and this morning's teaching is going to come from Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. That's Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. And we're going to be talking this morning from the topic of covered and shame. Um, If we can think about shame, it's like a painful feeling of humiliation, of distress or discomfort that we may feel, um, a painful feeling of guilt that we may feel. And if we can think about um, the title and being covered in shame, being concealed and hidden in those feelings, those feelings that we have of the humiliation, of the distress, of the discomfort or the guilt, and being covered in that shame um, can cause us to be hindered and so many different ways. Um, we can be covered in shame by uh, because of something that we have done, because of something that someone has done to us. Um, we can feel like our shame is causing all eyes and ears to be on us. And we think about being covered in shame. If you're covered in something, that means that it's evident to someone that um, there's something that you are going through. There's something that you are struggling with. Um, There also can be a time where you are secretly on the inside um, struggling with shame and you are slowly but surely um, killing yourself in the inside because you're struggling with that shame. Uh, We can also get to the point to where we feel like we are so ashamed and so covered in shame by what we have done that we don't believe that we can be repaired or that we can be free or that we can live outside of the feeling of humiliation or distress or discomfort that we may be going through. There also may be a time where we can be ashamed just of who we are and where we've come from. And so um, this morning's teaching, we're going to be talking about um, those of us that are covered in shame or have been covered in shame so that we can get to a place to where we can freely live our lives outside of um, being ashamed outside of what we have done or outside of what someone has done to us or outside of what we have been previously known by. Again, this morning's teaching is coming from Luke 5, 12 through 16. 
But as I was uh, meditating on this and as we had prayer on Monday um, on it's time to pray, the, the scripture that kept coming to me was Revelation 21, 5 that says, behold, I make all things new. And this was Jesus talking in that um, passage of scripture. And so when we think about being covered in shame and think about who Jesus is, we have the ability to be made new. We have the ability to be made whole, to be free. We have the ability to live out of how we currently feel. We have the ability to not be covered in shame, but to be covered in love, to be covered in peace, to be covered in freedom, to be covered in joy. And so we have that ability as long as we come to Jesus. So let's look at verses five. I'm sorry. Let's look at chapter five, verses 12 through 16 this morning, as we talk about the topic of covered in shame. And so verse 12 reads, while Jesus, was went, while Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And so when we are covered in shame, the first thing that we have to do is we can't let our deformity hinder us. Although this man was covered with leprosy, it says that, it says that he was covered with um, with leprosy, he did not allow that to hinder him from reaching out to Jesus. And so he didn't allow that deformity, that imperfection, that abnormality to stop him from going to Jesus. If we can think about uh, leprosy um, in that time, it was a it was a type of skin disease, and it says he was full of leprosy. And so the disease can be as minimal as having white spots just all over your body to as great as having stuff oozing out of your skin. And so for the Hebrews, it left them unclean, and they were also unfit to worship. They also had to stay outside of the city. They were not allowed to be around anyone else. Um, anyone that came into contact with them would also um, be at risk for becoming unclean. They were isolated so much so that they had to call out the word unclean so that other people will know and will not accidentally touch them or uh, come so close into contact with them that they too will become unclean. So if we can think about uh, this deformity that they're talking about in this passage and think about how one may feel if they had something that caused them to be separated from everyone else or they, um, they, they were uh, dealing with something that caused them to be separated from someone else or they had these shameful feelings on the inside. And if we can think about ourselves and some of the things that we are going through, it doesn't necessarily have to be leprosy, but it can be something that has caused us um, to need to be separated from other people, or it, it can cause other people to want to be separated from us. It can cause us not to feel like we belong with other people. It can cause us to feel like there's no hope in our situation. It can cause us to feel like life will never get better. It can cause us to feel like we're dying in the inside. And so if we can think about being covered in those things, um, being fully covered in those things, um, sometimes it causes us to, us to withdraw from people instead of coming close to receive help. And so he didn't let this deformity hinder him, even though he had this skin disease. It says in verse 12, 
It says in verse 12 that when he saw Jesus, he fell to his face to the ground and begged him. So number one, he was humble. He fell to his face. He got in a posture of humility um, at the one who had the ability to heal him. And he said he didn't say if you uh, if you are able to. He said if you are willing you can make me clean. In other words, he knew that Jesus could heal him, but he said, if you will. And so when we get to the point of surrender and humility, and if we go to the feet of Jesus, the one that can heal us from our guilt, from our shame, from whatever it is that we are dealing with, whether it's something that someone has done to us or something that we have done to someone else, whether it's just our family line and our history or the things that our family is known by, if we can get to the place of humility, if we can get to the place of humility and not allow our deformity, our abnormality, our imperfection to hinder us, if we go to the feet of Jesus and surrender to him and allow him to transform our hearts, allow him to transform our mind, allow him to take those things away that has been shaming us for month after month, after week, after week, after year, after year, those things that are hindering us from moving forward, those things that other people say will never get better, those uh, situations and actions that we go through and do that people say they're always going to be like this. This is in their family line. This is who he or she is. They've been like that since since they were a child. If we get to a place to where we uh, focus on Jesus and not on the voices that are in our own mind, those things that we have spoken to ourselves and those things that other people have spoken to us, uh, we will stop letting our deformity hinder us because the freedom comes with Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for our freedom. And so when we are um, living this life, we aren't called to be living in bondage. We aren't called to be um, living in a place where we feel like we are unworthy. Uh, we are not called to be living um, separated as if we can't be in relationship with other people because of things that we have done. But we are called to Jesus. We are called to be free. We are called to walk in freedom. And so we can't let our deformity hinder us. Whatever abnormality or imperfection that you may think that you may have, Take it to Jesus. We're uh, None of us are perfect. We are striving for perfection. And so just because you think that you are struggling with one thing and you can't take part, um, that's not correct. If you get to Jesus and go to him and allow him to take you through your process, whatever the situation may be, you can go to him for anything. He is there. And so we can't let our uh, deformity hinder us when we are covered in shame. We can't let it stop us because when we let that stop us, it's really stopping our purpose. We can't function fully in our purpose if we are allowing our imperfection to stop us. And that's the main thing that the enemy wants you not to do. He does not want you to fulfill your purpose. And so whatever your purpose is, um, the Lord wants you to complete it. He wants you to fulfill it. He set it up for you. He prepared uh, you for it and it for you. Um, It is waiting for you. But when we allow our deformity, our imperfections, our abnormalities, when we allow those things to hinder us, then we cannot fulfill our purpose. And so when we are covered in shame, we have to um we can't let our deformity hinder us. But look at this. It says in verse 13, it says, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean, and immediately the leprosy left him. And so when we are covered in shame, we can't let our deformity hinder us. But we also have to know that the clean can purify the unclean. 
uh, like I said before earlier, so anyone that had leprosy had to stay outside of the city so that they couldn't contaminate anyone else. So anyone that they would touch would, too, um, be considered unclean and would have to go outside of the city. But Jesus, he touched him. He was the clean. He was the truth. He was the light. He's the healer. He was the one that came to set us free. And he reached out his hand and touched him. And immediately, immediately the leprosy left him. He said, be clean. So his words were speaking life. His words were speaking to the man what he wanted. And so we have to, number one, know that the, know the clean can purify the unclean. But in that, we have to begin to speak to our situation, begin to speak to our imperfection, speak to our abnormality. Speak to those things that are hindering us. And when we begin to speak life, as Jesus spoke and said, be clean, immediately the leprosy left him. And so when we begin to speak life to those dead situations that are in our lives, when we begin to speak life um, to those dead feelings in our lives, when we begin to speak life into those places in our lives that we feel are hindering us, when we begin to speak life, then immediately we will be free because it is the word of God that sets us free. It is the word of God that, that cleanses us. It is the word of God that we can stand upon. And when we are not speaking life, we are not seeking life into our situation, then we're just sitting in it. And so we have to know that the clean can purify the unclean. Jesus is clean. He is pure. His word is pure. And so we have to allow him in to wash us. We have to allow his word to wash us, to cleanse us, to renew our mind daily. And so it will cause us to no longer be covered in shame. So many of us are walking around in our day-to-day lives covered in shame. We're humiliated um, by so many different things. We're walking around with these painful feelings, and we're covered in shame, and we're not even recognizing that we can be free. We're not recognizing that we're in bondage. But there's so many of us that's thinking that we are the only ones that's going through a particular situation or have been through a particular situation. And so we are embracing the freedom that we truly can have because we're holding things on the inside that's uh, tearing us down, and it's evident on the outside. And so we have to get to the place to where we, number one, are humble and that we fall to the feet of Jesus. Start with him first. Start with him and fall to the feet of him and just begin to talk to him and just let him know how you feel. He already knows, but when we go to him and, and we're giving it to him, he's not going to take it from you. We have to give it to him. We have to let him know that we no longer want it, that we want him to take it, and that we want to allow him to transform our lives. And so remember, we don't have to be covered in shame. We don't have to be. But I love the fact that when Jesus spoke to it and said, be clean, it immediate, the, immediate, the leprosy immediately left him. It was like immediately. It happened in an instant. And so we have to begin to speak to our situation. And so let's look at verse 14. It says, then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. And so when we are covered in shame, don't let your deformity hinder you. Know the clean can purify the unclean. And then we also have to show ourselves as evidence. After we have been free from our uh, shame, after we have been free from those things that have been hindering us. We have to show ourselves as evidence. 
back then, um, when someone had leprosy, when they um, when they were no when they no longer had it, they had to go show themselves as evidence to the priest, and then the priest would have to go out and um, make sure that they didn't have the leprosy, and they would have to offer sacrifices, and they would have to clean their clothes, and then they would have to offer more sacrifices, and then they would have to cut their hair. And then after all of that, they were able to go into the place of worship. And so there was something that they had to go through to show the evidence of themselves and being purified and being clean. But when we are showing ourselves as being purified and clean and showing the freedom that we have experienced through Jesus Christ, number one, we start with praise. We begin to praise God. We praise him and allow our praise and our worship to show who God is in our life. But then secondly, we will have to be a witness as to the, as to the power of God and what he can do in our lives. We will have to be a witness to others of the power and the love that they too can experience as we go out here in this earth. And so as we begin to show ourselves as a testimony, we are not bragging. We are not going back to the person that hurt us and says, uh, look at me now. We're not doing any of that because Jesus died for them too. But we have to get to a place to where we are showing ourselves as a testimony of who God is and what he can do. And so we don't have to be covered in shame. Shame is something that is meant to boggle us down, to hold us down, to chain us down, to keep us from moving forward. It's meant to weigh us down and we stay hidden. We stay covered in shame because we think that we are the only one that's going through something. You may not be going through the same thing as someone else specifically, but they too are going through something else. And so when we get to a place to where we are covered in shame, we have to show our, and when we are covered in shame, we have to recognize that Jesus makes all things new. He makes all things new. And so we have to know that we have to show ourselves as a testimony of who God is and what he has done in our lives. And as we are showing ourselves as a testimony of what God has brought us through, where he has brought us from, and where he is taking us to, we have to show those other people, other people that we come across, we have to show them the same compassion, the same love, the same um, dedication that Jesus showed this man. We have to show them that as well. Because again, we are being witnesses to Christ here on this earth. And so if we are allowing shame to hinder us, we cannot fully function in who we are and we cannot fully fulfill our purpose because it will cause us to be hindered and pulled back. It will cause us to be weighed down. It will cause our minds not to be fully focused on what we are supposed to be focused on. We will see things behind a shade or behind a cloud. We won't see them for what they really are because those feelings are um, taking control And so when we are covered in shame, we can't let our deformity hinder us. We have to know that the clean can purify the unclean. But then we have to show ourselves as evidence. And so don't forget, we are showing ourselves as evidence um, for a purpose, not to show that, uh, not to say that we are better than anyone else, not to say that we are high and mighty, not to say any of those things, but just to show the power of God and what he can do, what he will do, and what he can do for others. And so we have to remember those things when we are... um, when we are covered in shame, remember, behold, I make all things new. He can make anything new. So whatever, whatever, whatever you have been through, whatever you are going through right now, Jesus can make all things new. Whatever shame you are covered in, whatever imperfection or abnormality you are dealing with, know 
that Jesus can make all things new. Do not be hindered by the things that you are going through. Do not be hindered and boggled down. Do not be chained down by the things that you are going through, thinking that you're the only one that's going through something. You are not the only one that's going through something. You are not singled out. Humble yourself and go to Jesus and allow him to take you through the process so that you can be free. You can be healed. Begin to speak life to yourself. Begin to encourage yourself. Begin to get in that word and allow that life-changing word to renew your mind and how you are thinking because you have the ability to be made new. You have the ability to be free. You have the ability to be restored. You have the ability to be revived. You have that ability, and it all starts in Jesus. And so let's look at verse 15. And so we see that in 14, Jesus ordered him not to go tell anyone, but he had to go show himself to the priest. But then in 15, it says, yet the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. And so when we are covered in shame, we can't let deformity hinder us. We have to know that the clean can purify the unclean. We have to show ourselves as evidence, but then we have to be prepared for the crowd. When people see the true expression of Jesus, they are going to want that too because there's a void that all of humanity is trying to fill, but it's being filled by different things. And some people are going to want to come and have that, tr- that void filled with the truth so that they can sustain because of the witness and the evidence that they see of what God has done in our lives what God has done in your life, what he has done in my life, what he is doing in other lives, other people's lives. There are people that are going to want to come after they see the evidence, and that, that evidence is going to spread. It's going to spread because when there is something that's truly happening with someone, um, you think of bad news, and, you know, bad news spreads quickly. Regardless of what it, whether it's a, a truth or a lie, it's going to spread very quickly. But we can't allow bad news and it's um, – and how it spreads overshadow the good news. Um, sometimes we hear so much more bad than good. But look at this. It said that when his um, when the news when the news about him spread all the more, so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. So they didn't just come to hear him. They didn't just come to hear him, but they also came to be. Um, healed of their sicknesses. And so we have to be prepared for the crowd. We have to be prepared for those people that will come to us and want to know how we got to this point. How did you get through that situation? I'm going through the same situation, or I have been going through the same situation for years, and I do not know how to handle it. Um, people will want to know from your testimony, because we we should testify to what God has done for us. There's so many people that's going through the same thing that you have went through, that's going through the same thing that I have went through, but they're holding it in. They're withdrawing because they're thinking that they're, they are the only one. But when we begin to testify 
and allow our lives to show what God has done for us. When we begin to testify and allow the Lord to lead us and guide us, when we begin to testify of who God is and what he has done, what he will do and what he is doing, then people will come and they will want to know. And they're not just coming to look at us. They're not just coming to hear our story, but they too want to be healed of their sicknesses. They too want to be healed of their imperfection. They too want to be healed from their abnormality and those things that are hindering them. They, too, want to be healed. And so we have to be prepared for the crowd. We have to be prepared for the people. We have to know that we aren't going through, uh, we haven't been healed, we haven't been set free just for us to just walk around here on earth and go to work and school and come home and take care of kids and things like that. But we are here to be witnesses. And so other people, they're going to want to know, and they're going to want to be healed of their issues as well. And so we have to be prepared for the crowd. We have to be prepared for the crowd. There were times when Jesus, when the crowd would come and Jesus would speak to them and then he would separate himself. And then there were times where the crowd would chase him. There was other times where he would go um, to places where the, the, and leave the crowd looking for him. But we also, we always have to be prepared for the crowd. Whatever it is that we are doing, we have to be prepared. And so we get prepared by, let's look at verse 16. It says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. And so when we are covered in shame, we, have to, we can't let our deformity hinder us. We have to know the clean can purify the unclean. We have to show ourselves as evidence. We have to be prepared for the crowd. But we also have to be sure to withdraw. He often withdrew um, to lonely places to pray because he knew where his strength came from. And so when we are being free and we are being, uh, when we are being made new and when we are walking in the newness of who God has created us to be, we have to make sure that we are um, continually staying connected to God in prayer and we are continually seeking him to find out our next direction of what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. We also have to get to a place to where we are able to function in those lonely places, those places of isolation, those places where he has called us to be separate from the crowd or separate from people or separate from places so that we can fully get the next direction, so that we can fully um, stay aligned with him, so that we can fully know what we are supposed to do and receive all that we are supposed to receive from him as we are in that isolated, undistracted place. And so he often withdrew to lonely places so that he was able to stay connected to God the Father. Um, People often say, why did Jesus need to pray? If he is God, well, in Jesus, he was totally human. And so he needed to rely on God the Father to fulfill the function that God the Son came to earth to fulfill. And so we have to get to a place to where we we aren't always so surrounded by people that we can't connect with God. And so remember that regardless of what shame you have dealt with, you are dealing with, regardless of what humiliation or guilt or distress that you have been concealed with, regardless of your imperfection or your um, abnormality, your deformity, remember that we can be made new. All things are made new through Christ Jesus. And so regardless of what it is that you have been covered in shame with, regardless of the situation, again, whether it's with something that someone has done to you or something that you have done to someone, um, regardless of if you are just ashamed of who you are, 
are in, in your family line or where you've come from, remember, Jesus makes all things new. And so don't let your deformity hinder you. Know the clean can purify the unclean. Show yourself as evidence. Be prepared for the crowd and be sure to withdraw. Because, again, Jesus makes all things new. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, God, that you have allowed us another opportunity to come before you in your presence, Lord, to begin to allow your Holy Spirit to speak to us, O oh God. We ask you this morning for forgiveness, O oh God, forgiveness for holding on to those things of shame, those things that has called us to separate ourselves from you, those things that we have allowed to weigh us down and chain us down, Lord, those things that has um, um, stopped us from moving forward in our purpose, Lord. Forgive us for holding on to those things. God, we are asking you right now this morning, God, that you will help us to renew our mind. We want to ask you to help us to get out of the mindset of staying in bondage, to get out of the mindset of, of pride, Lord, but we are asking you to help us to be humble, Lord, so that we can begin to speak life to ourselves, oh God, so that we can begin to encourage ourselves, Lord, so that we can begin to come to you and give you all of the guilt, all of the shame, all of the humiliation and distress, that um, because we know that you have the poverty to transform us, transform our imperfection, our abnormality, God. We know that you are in control, God, and we are giving this to you this morning. Lord. And so we are asking you this, uh, this morning, Lord, to help us to stand strong, Lord. Help us to remove that shame, Lord. Help us to walk in your freedom, oh God. Help us to live the life that you have caused us to live, called us to live, Lord. Help us to strive for perfection in you, Lord. Help us to be a witness, Lord, of who you are, Lord, and what you can do. Help us to be able to go around and allow people to see what you have done in our lives, Lord. Help our lifestyle to be a testament of, of the God that we serve, Lord. Help us to be able to be witnesses to other people, Lord, that they too can be made whole, that they too can be healed, Lord, that they too can be free and restored, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you help us to stand firm on your word, that you help us to walk in the power and the authority that you have given us, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that we are no longer hindered by the shame of our past, Lord, but I'm praying in the name of Jesus, oh God, that we walk with our heads held high, Lord, that we walk, Lord, in who you say we are, that we believe that that we have been made new, O oh God, through the power of your Holy Spirit. I pray that we continue to allow your word to renew our mind, O oh God. And I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that we stand strong on who you say we are that we stand strong in the newness that you have made us, that we are no longer identifying or labeling ourselves as the old man, Lord, but we are labeling and identifying ourselves with the new man, the man that you say that we are, God. Lord, we need you, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at Apri Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.